Reading from Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 38, Text 27. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Deham Britam Ian, text uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, Canto 10, Chapter 38, Text 27. Deham Britam Miamarto, Hitva Dambam Biam Sucham, Sandeshad Yoharer Linga, Darshana Shravanadibi. The very goal of life for all embodied beings is this ecstasy which Akur experienced when upon receiving Kamsa's order, he put aside all pride, fear, and lamentation and absorbed himself in seeing, hearing, and describing the things that reminded him of Krishna. Omigyanatimarandasya gananjana shalakaya Taksur Unmulatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Tadati Sapadantikam Pancha Kalpa Tarubhyascha Kripa Sindhu Bhayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Siadvaita Gadadhar Sivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare. So greetings from I call it New Brudge. I like to to brand things. It's actually Newburg. B-U-R-G-H. I switched the R and the U, New Brudge. Uh, at the home of the Raval family. I told you many family. I'm going upstate now. Somehow as a sannyasi, I got to keep my feet moving. But I don't have many options. So I just have two places, one upstate and one in New Jersey, and I stop in the middle. Um, and I think this may be a difficult class for me because, as I explained, I think I think there's two things, there's a few things in giving a class. One is the knowledge and one is the mode that allows you to access it. So generally my classes are, is I'm just chanting all morning and then I go in the class. But today I had to wake up. Actually, I woke up at 12.30. That was late for me today. For today it was late because I had so much to do 
chant what I chant and then pack what I pack and then um, finish the Monday morning greetings, which somehow wasn't finished and I don't have any chance to finish it. Then get in the car and drive. In other words, it's the mode of passion. And the mode of passion is kind of not good for memory. So I learned one technique in speaking is when you're compromised, you talk about that first and maybe the humility will empower you to, to speak. But I know because on these verses, I just needed a little revision. There are wonderful commentaries, et cetera. And even that, I couldn't find it. <laughs> so we'll try. And I, I, I just mentioned one other thing. It's interesting, I, I, you know, this week was significant in two ways. One, a god brother of mine who I knew passed away. And um, it's the centennial celebration of Srila Narayan Marge. And uh, he was significant in my spiritual life in various ways. So I kind of have some people that haven't heard me speak about that. Some people heard me speak in the morning, some who heard me speak on Wednesday. So I won't speak about it again, but just say a little something. Um, uh, just a philosophical point, I, I, you know, maybe only Drishta Prabhu here knows him because he's his, a godbrother Vishal, but joined in 50, two years ago, and at the age of 82, he was still distributing books, you know, Prabhupada's order. And, and that was significant because he had a lot of struggles, if you knew him, with his mind. You know, and, and, and when I spoke to Borijan, he just made the interesting point when, you know, that it's all separate. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, it's all set, you know, it, it, it's karma sukriti, jnana sukriti, bhakti sukriti. They, they don't run on a parallel line. <laughs> Sometimes the lack of karma sukriti is good for the bhakti sukriti because those people with the sicknesses and the difficulties and, and, you know, sometimes that is an impetus to shift from trying to control the world to changing your consciousness. When the world is going too good, you tend to stay out there. And when you have a little spiritual knowledge and when your world starts to fall apart, when your world starts to fall apart, you tend to, t you know, because our goal is happiness. Aristotle said that the goal is happiness. It's never a means for anything else. And if someone says, no, this is, this is the goal, Aristotle will say, no, that's just the means for happiness. So when you're spiritual, you have some inclination that happiness is consciousness and not things. But we're always involved in things. And we're always trying to control the world and conform it to our desires. So sometimes when the karma sukriti is a little difficult, it makes you take more shelter of Krishna. So you get these anomalies sometimes 
of great devotees, but the external may not always match. But whatever the case, the most important quality, according to Raghunath Dasko Swami and Harinam Chintamani, you know, because the, the, the devotee should have all good qualities, but if he has that one, surrender to Guru and Krishna. <laughs> you know, it, it, it carries one beyond anything else. And you imagine he just had that simple faith. He had to take shelter. And he just took shelter. This is what he had. He didn't have the other shelters. I, he had to take shelter. Prabhupada's order, book distribution. And he kept on going till the day he died, distributing the books. And I, I got to tell the story again, so it's so great. I see Drista wrote that he, he also remembers him fondly. He's what we call in New Yorkese, you know, he's a character. You, you can't help but notice him. Um, but this, the, the, you know, the, this simple faith was so amazing. And, and, you know, Prabhupada gave him a letter that he should preach to, stay in Vrindavan and preach to the Vrindavasis. And he used to sit on the side of the temple, one of those little rooms and co collect for the Goshala. And, be, you know, when Prabhupada said he should stay there, he stayed there for 14 years and the government said, it's up. You can't go, stay anymore. You have to leave. He would just take the letter out of his bag that said that Prabhupada said I can stay. <laughs> and they, they just couldn't, there was, no, there was absolutely no communication because he would not accept any other authority besides the authority of Prabhupada. So he just take out his letter. Prabhupada said, I can stay. And it got to a point that they had to come with the police to get him. And he, 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 he became so disturbed that he went to get his things and just ran out on the street and jumped on a tempo and left. And, 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 and the police, he escaped. And he didn't know what he was going to do. And this is another path. He was so empowered because of that dedication that, you know, Prabhupada said he was so empowered that he had incredible per persuasive powers. He told me that he distributed books to Indi Indira Gandhi multiple times in the Raspati Bhavan, is that's what it's called? in the Raspati Bhavan, can imagine, they couldn't stop him. And he told me the last time he saw Indira Gandhi, she said, okay, okay, I have all the books. He just kept on going. And when, it, when they tried to kick him out of the country, he, he went to the home minister, Nishringa Rao, who was later the prime minister. In the middle of the crisis, where the, the, there was a separatist movement in, in Punjab, Khalistan. And it got to such an extent that the, that the head of that, Bin Jawali, <laughs> he took shelter of the Golden Temple and, the, and, the, and the, the army bombed the Golden Temple and the Sikh bodyguard of Indira Gandhi therefore killed her. And there were riots all over the country. He goes into the home minister who's in charge of it and asked to get his visa renewed. 
And when he refused, Vishal looked at him and said, I gave you Maha Pasadam. <laughs> you, see, you see his value system? How could I gave you so much and you won't give me a little thing? I gave you Maha Pasadam, that faith. And then the story gets even wilder. He doesn't know what to do. He goes to the Supreme Court of India and asks who is the topmost lawyer. And they said Shanti Bhushan. Now, if you know Indian history, I was in India for what? During the emergency, when they thought that Indira Gandhi had exceeded her powers, they took court action against her. And Shanti Bhushan was the lawyer who prosecuted the, the prime minister of India. He convinced Shanti Bhushan to represent him. The same person that, that they, they chose to represent the opposition party against Indira Gandhi, the top lawyer in the country is representing Harvey Dactor. You can see I'm a little more passionate today because of the traveling. So the class will have a little bit of a different aspect. So I saw the paper, Harvey Dactor versus the government of India. <laughs> and many, many, many more stories. But, but Prabhupada did say one thing because he had money from the government because he was discharged from the army, maybe because of his anxiety or something. And he'd get a check and no one had money in Vrindavan and he would give the money to Prabhupada. And then Prabhupada, taught, uh, Prabhupada told his, his secretary, I don't know how Vishal loves me so much. So that quality, that quality is, is it carries one. And Krishna sees that. Because we all have different karma. And that karma impels us, not that I'm encouraging it to, to commit offense or do this wrong or, or lust for this or be angry for this or that. If people are dealing in, in different vehicles. And someone, some people have apparently better vehicles and that's there in the Bhagavad Gita also. Suchinam Srimatam Gehe Yoga Brashta Bajayate, fallen yogis, Suchinam, Brahmin families. Srimatam, aristocratic families to continue. But it doesn't only work that way. You can't tell what karma Krishna gives one in this life. And sometimes he gives the most difficult things. One time this, this lady, um, this, 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 this lady, um, she had a little connection with, with Krishna, but never got into it and got into many bad habits and drugs and so many things and had a child out of wedlock and so many things. And her friend was, was um, well, her, was, was, was Seva Priya. I see Seva Priya is on and, and you know, took care of her and then eventually took her to Vrindavan. And then I went to Vrindavan. And on my way to Vrindavan, on my way back, I stopped at the house of this Indian family, another joint, great joint family. 
that I was very close to. And I was telling, I was telling the family about what I was doing that, you know, and, and, and this girl, and she had, she had, excuse me, she had cancer and she had to leave her daughter and, you know, and he made a point to me sometimes. He said, sometimes when Krishna is merciful, he gives a person all their karma in one life. <laughs> so sometimes when you see struggling and difficulty and karma, bad karma, sakriti, et cetera, you can't necessarily always judge because that's just the body in this life. And karma is coming not just to us, but for us. So anyway, I'm just saying Vishal was a character. You know, he had his own personal struggles, but he had unflinching faith in Prabhupada. And, and held on to that, which something sometimes happens when you have nothing else to hold on to. And that's what happens at death sometimes. I was listening to this lecture by this Christian intellectual. I was researching something. And he described that that's what happens at death. And sometimes it happens at the last moment. I have nothing else but you. And when one makes that declaration, death is finished. Because death is just the experience of the change of the body due to the false ego, which wants to be independent from Krishna and to enjoy and control. Death is finished once you give that up. Anyway, that was Vishal and Narayan Maharaj. I, 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 I'll tell the story again. Like there's some people here that haven't heard it, but well, it, 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 at least I'll tell two stories I didn't tell this morning. Um, I was in Vrindavan, and, and what I'm going to the, the point I want to make is I, I feel my fortune being in Vrindavan, and I said not just associating with older Vaishnavas. It just wasn't their Vaishnavism; it was their culture. Sometimes when we come, a, a lot of things that we have to learn. Older people in India learn just in their life a certain wisdom in you know, the culture so a lot of wisdom sometimes comes from these people so I, I, I got a message in two years I got two different messages uh, one is that we were going to take Sri Lanarai March to the west after all you know he put Prabhupada in Samadhi you know, we didn't know the rituals. He fought for Prabhupada in the in the in the, uh, the the case in Bombay. Prabhupada's son was suing for ISKCON, and the only way he he the only way the property of ISKCON wasn't his is if Prabhupada took sannyas, but the lawyer screwed up the documents. So to prove that Prabhupada took sannyas. 
the person who performed the fire yagya, which was Narayan Marj, had to testify. So he came to, to Mumbai for, for one month to do that. So there's so many things. And when Prabhupada needed kartals and matara pera, the sweets from matara, he would be the one that would be mailing it. So we thought we'd take him to the West. But then there was some concern and it's a legitimate concern. I don't know if it's a, from some of the leaders that he, you know, his emphasis maybe was a little different than Prabhupada. So I got a message from Mayapur where the GBCs was, I was in Vrindavan, that I should go to tell Narayan Marj. Actually, the message came from Tamal Krishna Marj. I should tell Narayan Marj because he was one of the people that was going to take him. Uh, I think Narayan Marj asked, what's Texmati rice? Is there a Texmati rice? Something like that, because tomorrow goes to Dallas or something. So the message I got was to tell Narayan Marge that better he doesn't come because if he says something different than Prabhupada, it'll create a disturbance. So I, I went and I told <coughs> Narayan Marge that, and he looked at me, he said, I cannot say anything different than Prabhupada. I cannot say anything different than Prabhupada. How can I say anything different than Prabhupada? But if people think that, better I don't go because a Vaishnav is one who promotes faith in Guru. And, and I felt whenever I heard something from a person of that caliber, it stuck in my heart for the rest of my life. Because my view may be relative. I, I may like one of my God brothers who's Guru and I may not. One may, may be swajatiya, they may be close in heart. One may be vijatiya, they may be against me. <laughs> but in relationship to the disciples, I see through the disciples' eyes. And that's actually a fact <laughs> because it's Krishna and, and Krishna is not limited to move through a particular shape to inspire someone. But those instructions were so important. And then another time, and this was very important for me also. I got another message. No, Narayan March called me to give a message to someone on the GBC because there was one guru in ISKCON. He somehow, they were gonna censor him from initiating. And it would have been a great mistake. They, they thought he was canvassing, whatever the case is. He came to Narayan Marj and pleaded with him. To, he came to Narayan Marj and pleaded with him if he could talk to, you know, maybe Tamal Krishna Marj or something and, 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 and stop this, right? So I, was, I went to see Narayan Marj. Everybody else was in Mayapur, my friends. And the Raimard said that this person just came and he was crying and crying and crying. So he said, please give a message. He said, two things are very interesting. The first thing he said, I didn't repeat this before, if they stop him from initiating, he'll lose enthusiasm for preaching. Just a very human analysis, not, oh, why is he so attached? <laughs> just human psychology. And the other thing he said, 
When a Vaishnava begs forgiveness, it's gone. When a Vaishnava begs forgiveness, it's gone. And he waved his hand in the air like this. And that stuck in my heart. In at least my relationships. Because sometimes people make a mistake and then they do it again. <laughs> I don't remind them of the first time. <laughs> or, or they make another mistake. Yeah, I remember someone did really something bad and they came to me and they apologized. And then later on, I had to correct them on something else, but I never brought that up. That was gone. So the point is, is, yeah, so anyway, I, I really, you know, pray to him for mercy. These are great souls. Sometimes we, we look at things so externally, you know, but there's one commentary. It says, when we look at Vaishnavas, we should look at the inspired side and not the ordinary dealings. Of course, uh, some things may be so crazy we have to mark, but different people have different personalities and different situations, et cetera. It's the inspired side. Okay, that was my passionate introduction after traveling here. And now we'll get this verse. And I, I think I have a little inspiration for this verse because Akura has just now, his mind, Manorita, his mind, his desires that informed his whole life. You know, even though he was serving Kamsa, nothing was more important than for him but seeing Krishna. And it's a very important point because what, what it means for a real devotee, everything is secondary to praying bhakti. It doesn't mean take sannyas. It means that what we're doing is because it's on the path to praying bhakti. Someone has a family and they're taking care of their children, their psychophysical nature. This is what they need to be peaceful. But in the real devotee's mind, it's secondary to praying bhakti, but this is part of it. Because this is what I have to work through. This is what I have to do. And I me remember this commentary about Krihastas. I'll repeat it again. Uh, I was listening to Radha Govinda Swami. It was a tra translation of his commentary, you know, talking about Akura. And he made this point that um, the Grihasta Ashram has two good facilities for bhakti, especially the path of bhakti. One, if one has a good situation, one can learn a little bit about love <laughs> and have that vision to understand a little bit about Krishna. <laughs> the, the, the mother of the child may be able to understand Mother Yasoda's love for Krishna. So there's some correlation. The other thing, and he gave a beautiful analogy in a very swift river. The best way to get across the river is not to go directly across, you'll be swept away, but to go down the river and gradually move to the shore. 
So the Grihashta Ashram, it seems like it's going down the river of material existence. <laughs> but if the objective is right, it's only going in that direction because that's the path that will help them get closer to Prem Bhakti and Mishur. So Akura, yeah, you see, uh, I can see because traveling, the, the passion you lose, the connections of your thought, when you're really focused, it's all there. But anyway, Akura Mano Rita, he, he, his, he was serving Kamsa, but everything he was doing was for this. And then the opportunity came. And I guess that's where we have to be at. When the opportunity can't, comes, we have to take it. And he took the opportunity and Krishna made the arrangement. I love the, the, the point, Atiyanugraha, by the unlimited mercy of Kamsa. He couldn't believe it. Look how Krishna works. Kamsa is the one that's sending him. Kamsa is the one that's giving him a new chariot. And his mind, his desire, his objectives, that's the most important thing in bhakti is your goal. And that's carrying him here. And then he sees the dust. This is the dust of my master's feet. And he doesn't just get down off the chariot. He falls off the chariot. And he's not just seeing the footprints. He's seeing all the pastimes of Krishna. Because within the dust of Vrindavan, sometimes he sees where Krishna's friends dragged him. Sometimes he sees where Krishna is jumping like a frog. Sometimes he sees the threefold bending form. And now this is Sukadeva Goswami saying, he's so excited. And what does Sukadeva Goswami say when he's narrating this? He sees the dust. Uh, uh, uh. He says, Dehabritam of embodied beings, eon, this much, Arta. This is the goal of life of embodied beings. And you can see how bhakti works. Why are you reading the Bhagavatam? Because this should make us feel, this should be my goal. And, and, and if we don't have that feeling, which is called faith, we're not gonna move towards that direction. Now, because instead of looking at the commentaries before the class, which may even take 10 minutes or a half hour, I didn't have any time. So I was writing my Monday morning greetings and what it's called is what I learned from Tom Brady. Now, half the audience may not know who it is, but in America, the biggest sports contest is called the Super Bowl. So my brother, speaking of my brother, he told me he won again, unprecedented. And not only won, but he won at the age of 43, which is impossible in football because you, your skills start to go down. I remember when my father turned 40, they used to play volleyball. He couldn't play anymore. You know, it, 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 the body goes down. So people were talking about his regimen and schedule. So I kind of looked it up and I was impressed. 
how comprehensive his how comprehensive his you'll read about his comprehensive his life was to achieve his objective or goal. Very minute. The diet to not create inflammation in the body because he needs to keep his flexibility as he gets older, working on individual muscles, mental acuity, because in the sport, see maybe there's a sportsman or two here, but especially in his position, he had three seconds or less, three seconds or less to determine four or five factors where this ball goes. So he did exercise some mental acuity, so many things, physical fitness, diet, rigid schedule. So I discussed, and this is how it's going to be related to this verse, the two things that really were an exa example of success. And one, he had a fixed objective that informed his life. And then he had a disciplined schedule to carry it out, which he followed practically every day of the year, including there was time for his family and, you know, but it was all, and I discussed in my, my class, when I discussed that objective in writing about it, this discipline and the ability of and don't think that that's Vaidhi Bhakti. It's like good management. When there's good management, if there's not good management, all you talk about is management. Good management, you don't see it. And then you're allowed to have spontaneous exchanges within that. If you talk about regulation, what is Krishna's pastimes called? Astakalila Lila. Astakalia Lila, eightfold daily pastimes, different. It's to facilitate the spontaneity. So, Raghunuga Bhakta, the Priyogin Acharya, Raghunath Das Goswami, he was so fixed in his particular objective because he was a renunciate. This is not for us to, well, I should follow, but not for everyone to follow. He was a renunciate. So, you know, it was all spiritual practices. But the point is, he was the Priyogin Acharya, the Acharya for attaining Prema Bhakti. And it's described, it's practiced like the line on the st stone. And then I looked up Bhakti Vinod Thakur's schedule, responsible for 10 children, was a district magistrate, wrote six to eight hours a day, had spiritual practices. <laughs> the ability, what you can accomplish. And I made the point that that's what yoga is. Yoga is the control of the mind. So unless you're regulated, if you're not regulated, it means that your focus will have many priorities pulling on it. And it will activate the samskaras that you're most attracted to, which may not be the discipline that you're into. And then of course, Prabhupada travels around the world 12 times in 10 years. 
keeps the same schedule, whatever he is, and in that time, writes and translates and makes commentary from Sanskrit to English on 50 volumes of books. But my conclusion was something else, unfortunately had the wrong goal. Not necessarily, it could have been part of his life. And I'm assuming that, I, I just don't how dangerous it is. This guy is like God, how attached you can become. And with that attachment comes fear, comes duality because it's not gonna end and you're gonna lose it. Time and time, Prabhupada quoted this, time and time wait for no man. I ended by quoting Jesus, what profit a man get if he gains the whole world and loses eternal soul. And I had a very nice realization when I was doing that. I said, wow, I'm not envious of him. I wouldn't chant, <laughs> I wouldn't trade everything he has for my bead bag. And I feel that with conviction. And now Sukadeva Goswami seeing a crew in the sand makes this point. The goal of life of all embodied beings is this. It's this feeling that you get in connection with God. That's the goal. He's attained it. And he, the interesting, he showed how to attain it. You have to have the right aspirations. And how do you get the right aspirations? You get it from hearing the Bhagavatam. And hearing from, from people who have those aspirations. You get those aspirations. That's what carries you. That's why it's so important. Nasta prayeshu abhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevaya. So important to regularly hear. You know, I'm here in the house. I, I gave them Radha Krishna deities. Totagopinath has the wonderful service of, of every time he comes, he painted Radha Krishna. Then he painted Jagannath Baladeva and Subhadra. Then he painted Gorni Thai. Now he's painting Panchatattva. But they have regular, it's nice, regular. Regular. Nityam. So this is the goal of life, which Akura experienced when upon receiving Kamsa's order, he took it up. He took it up. I gave the example of Prabhupada how, and again, I, I, I'm not saying everybody should be sannyasis. I'm just saying, renunciates, different stages of life, different responsibilities, but responsible. And you, 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 if you wanna do things, you wanna achieve a spiritual goal, you have to have a time and place for it. Yeah, you have to have, have, you have to have a time, a play, play. I always say this, what's spiritual life? You need a time of the day for Krishna. You need times of the month for Krishna, codices. You need times of the year for Krishna, pilgrimages. And you need times of the life for Krishna, 
right? Like Mayapur Chandra's here, like his, 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 of course, his late father and his mother. His father was a PhD in chemistry, a professor, and things. Just, you know, just he just worshiped the deity. You know, he had a time of the life. <laughs> he had a time of the life was just for Krishna. There was nothing else in his life at the end. Plus a little, you know, family, this and that, you know, you sometimes a little like wind blows and the bamboos and you know what what that's that's inconsequential. But he the, he, he had it because he, he there was some scar at the end of his life. It was just Krishna. The morning was reading this, and then there was, and he carried the whole family. <laughs> Worship of the deity, and then there's Tulsi, and then there's the. So I'm receiving the order. And the interesting thing here, he put aside all pride, fear, and lamentation. So what was the pride? The pride is my God. He is aristocratic chief minister of Kamsa. And now he's rolling in the dust. Rolling in the dust. And sometimes you have to be very careful, like Ramananda Roy and Lord Chaitanya and, and, and Lord Chaitanya. When they saw each other on the Godavari River, Ramananda Roy was like a kind of like a king. When I say king, he, he, he was rule, he was a ruler. And he had his retinue, he had his people, and he saw Lord Chaitanya. And, what is it? Lord Chaitanya. Um, Gail will get this. One of them was either Vishaka, I think Vishaka, Ramananda Roy was Vishaka, Siddhasarup in, in his eternal form, and Lord Chaitanya was Radha, and they started to embrace, and, and they, you know, they're rolling on the floor, and then they look up, and the people are looking, what's, what's, what's going on? First of all, a sannyasi should not have that intimate relationship with a Vishayi, with a sense enjoyer. And the king is called Vishayi because to rule, to establish as a power, superiority, the way you establish superiority is you show that you enjoy more than others. And that's why when we go on vacation, we like to take a picture of ourselves doing a yoga asana in front of the Taj Mahal or something. We, it, 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 that's... That's why Krishna had to become Lord Chaitanya because how can he be God if Radha was enjoying more than him? He had to come as Lord Chaitanya and experience that great enjoyment. So the king is Vishaya. He has to have harems. He has to have palaces. He has to enjoy. Even if he's detached, he has to do it because then the citizens will go, oh, he's superior. Like Prabhupada said, in Mayapur, I was happy in the hut, but if I was sitting under the hut, who would come? So now I'm building a big project. So he was associating with that. He was rolling on the floor without, he took to it without pride and without fear. And what's the fear? Kamsa had spies everywhere. And who was his enemy? It was Krishna. He was bringing, and then if he sees, he's respecting 
And it also says in the Krishna book how Kamsa changed his mind. He was going to kill. He wasn't going to kill. Then he was going to kill. And you can't put a trust in people who don't, don't have their senses. They'll, they'll just react. And, and that kind of position, who Kamsa was, he, he just immediately cut off his head. But no fear and lamentation. Never sorry for the position of a devotee. Even sometimes people, they think they make a mistake, they become a devotee and they gave up something else and then they lament. You know, you become a, a brahmachari in, in India and then you see that your friend is the CEO of Google. This actually happened. Garunga's classmate is the CEO of Google. But no lamentation. I'm sure Garunga could have been something like that. The way that guy is so brilliant and how he can manage and organize. But no lamentation. And, and therefore Sukadeva Goswami, when he sees this, he's so enthusiastic. The goal of life has been attained. But your correction. And what did he do? Absorb himself in seeing, hearing, and describing the things that reminded him of Krishna. As soon as he hit that ground, he absorbed himself in the things, linga. Linga means the, the, the signs. And what are the signs? It's Krishna, but it's Krishna's devotees too. He absorbed, that's why I like to speak at the beginning of the class about Vashal Prabhu and Narayan Maharaj. We should become absorbed in the devotees. I'll just read what Akura saw. And then tomorrow, next time I'll read the commentary on this one because it's great. And I'll share it. Akura then saw Krishna and Balaram in the village of Vraja going to milk the cows. You know, if, if where I live in Vrindavan, which is near Radhatila, there are millions of monkeys outside my window. Millions of monkeys. Previously, that, that's the way cows used to be in Vrindavan. It just used to be so many cows, not so many monkeys. The monkeys are in the forest. Now they're in Lowy Bazaar because they want the bananas and they have their Lal Govinda here. He made me a beautiful saffron knit cap and I like that cap so much. And you have to be aware where the monkeys go and where the monkeys are. So I, I thought they were only taking glasses. So I put my glasses in and shoo, they took my cap. <laughs> now they go for cell phones. They <laughs> so you gotta, so you saw and, and, and Krishna wore yellow garments. Why? Because Krishna is very dark and the contrast makes his body even more beautiful. And then Balaram 
he saw Krishna wore yellow, Balaram blue. And why Balaram wears blue? Because he's white. And their eyes resembled autumnal lotuses. One of the two mighty armed used the shelter of the goddess of fortune had a dark complexion and the other was white. Their fine featured faces, with their fine featured faces, they were the most beautiful of all persons. And I describe that Krishna's beauty is related to his heart. Because what is, what is a per, if God is a supreme person, he wants to please others. So his beauty is a manifestation of his heart. And I gave that example last time that Srimati Radharani is Mahabhav Sarup. She's this loving potency to the highest degree manifest in a form for pleasure eternally. And so is Krishna. And so is Balaram. And they're so beautiful. As they walk with the gait of young elephants, because an elephant actually walks very... Um, how would you talk an elephant? Very leisurely. You ever see an, you ever walk behind an elephant like in Mayapur? They walk very leisurely, the elephants, glancing about with compassionate smiles. These two exalted personalities beautified the cow pasture with the impression of their feet, which bore the marks of the flag, lightning, bolt, elephant, goat, and lotus the two lords whose pastimes are most magnanimous and attractive were ornamented with jewel necklaces and flower garlands anointed with auspicious fragrant substances, freshly bathed and dressed in spotless raiment. They were the primeval personalities of Godhead, the masters and original causes of the universe who had for the welfare of the earth now descended in their distinct forms of Kesha and Balaram. O King Parikshit, you see it's Sukadeva Goswami is excited. They resemble two gold bedecked mountains, one of emerald and the other is silver as with their, as with their effulgence, they dispelled the sky's darkness to all direction. So why mountains? Because when you see a mountain in the distance, it kind of stands out as prominent. When you say, I see a mountain, there's something about a mountain that has majesty. So they stood out and so beautiful. And this was actually an incredible scene because Krishna and Balaram, when they came back, it, people were in their houses and when they look out their doors, they would see this walking by. Okay, so that was my, it was called using the Rajagun of traveling. I could feel it in my body. I can feel the pita in my body rising. It's my, you know, it's just this morning was just so, okay, I have a chant a certain amount and I'm packing and then I had a, right in the morning, I had to finish it. There's no, nothing I could do. I mean, I got my deadline. So, okay. Uh, Jamuna Jaya, any, uh, Drista, any reflection? Well, Maharaj, 
I loved the example you gave by, uh, by Radha Govinda Maharaj about the uh, crossing the river. Isn't that a great one? It's wonderful. It, it's really something that, that, that devotees can relate to. Yeah, analogies are very powerful like that. When I heard it, I said, I gotta remember this one. Yeah. Because it's, it's really so perfect. You're going in the wrong direction to facilitate the right direction. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And it gives encouragement that a devotee can feel that, you know, I'm doing these things, but my goal is still to become a prema bhakti, a prema bhakta. Yeah, that's great. Thank great you. to see you, Drista. Good to see you. Okay. Jamuna Jaya, what reflection did you like today? Um, well, first of all, I'm glad my mic was off when you said you were talking about Tom Brady because I burst out laughing. I think, I think if you continue to talk about him, you might actually get my husband in on the call because he, he would love to speak about that. I think that's just my husband last week was like, that guy's 43 years old. Look at him. So I just love that you researched that. I will tell Jimmy about this immediately after. <laughs> Show him the Monday morning greeting. Show him the Monday morning greetings. He'll have to read the end too. <laughs> so I love He'll have that. To read the end. Okay. I loved your point about regulation. Like if you're not regulated, so many things are 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 pulling you. And I it was reminding me of something that um Dama um Marcella once said about, you know, the regulation of the mind. And she was saying, you have to remember, you can't always believe everything you think. And if right. you're not regular in your mind, ding, 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 ding. So I, I loved all that whole section about remembering to be regulated as regulated in the mind as, as apparently Tom Brady is with the body. <laughs> <laughs> it's a struggle. I have a regulated schedule. I do the same thing every day, but it's such a fight not to let other things come in. You know, it's such a fight to not let other things come in, you know, and, and sometimes you have to make choices. There's a call that's coming and, you know, the person won't call again, a God brother's calling and, you know, yeah, but yeah, okay. Okay, anybody else like to share some point? Reflection? Say hello. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. I need your mercy, Maharaj. Thank you so much. I pray for you that you chant the holy name in bliss and come to Govardhan. My pleasure, Maharaj. I pray for that. You know, I'm, Thank you I'm so much. A, I have a friend of mine. A friend of mine gave me five kind of apartments and I'm renovating them. So when they're finished, I'll let you and Sadeshri know and you should come out and spend some time in Govardhan. I'm waiting for serving you, Maharaj. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> Thank okay. you so much. Okay, good. A anybody else? Hare Krishna, Maharaj. Hare Krishna, Maharaj. 
Haribau. Wow. Thank you so much, Mars. Always nice to see the residents of Quiche. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much for the class and for all your kindness. Thank you. Okay, thank you. Okay. So great. Seeing the people from your country is so enlivening. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Bo. I'm. I'm. Uh, I got such a beautiful letter from Shaim Sundri, saying how the devotees miss me and how their retreat was very successful, and that how I train them to serve the devotees. And so I, I'm really going to try to um, get over there if possible. You know, at least by the summer sometime. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my my goal. I, I you know. Okay, thank you. Jack. Hey, how are you, Mars? You don't know who Tom Brady is, do you? <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for class. It was awesome. Nice to see you, Jack. You too. Thank you. Okay. Anybody Great else? Tomorrow. Hi, Bo. That's Jan, Jayanta. Jan, hi, Bo. I, I uh, really enjoyed your stories about Narayana Maharaj. I, I, I wouldn't have known that he was that kind of character uh, from, from reading the books. It's a whole different side that I didn't see. Oh, yeah. I, I'll tell you more, too. He used to take us on Parikram, the places that people never went before. You know, he was a powerful person and... Uh, yeah, yeah, no, he was he was a powerful person to say the least. Yeah, thank okay. you for those stories. Okay, great. I will. And Krishna Guru Maharaj, Narmasaki here. Haribo. Haribo, thank you for the class. I really enjoyed what you said about the faith, and I think this is what I'm going to take with me having faith in the Guru's order and Krishna. That was wonderful, thank you. Wow, okay. And I also pray that you join us in Govardhan. Thank you. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> thank you, okay. Guru. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Garaj, Thank you for class. Yeah. Thank you very Roger. much. I really, I really like um, when you have been sharing the stories about Narayan Maharaj, um, like what Jayanta was just saying. Particularly just like what you just said about, he said, um, when a Vaishnava begs for forgiveness, you just let it, it's gone or something like that. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But it's just so, um, you know, when I think of a Vaishnava, that's what I think of someone able to uh, let go of the to not condemn people and hold them to their fault, you know? Very important, isn't it? Yeah, it's so really healthy. It's a healthy relationship to um, not hold someone to their worst moment, you know? Right. That's, I like that, not hold a person to their last moment. That's so important. Yeah. Yeah, we need more of it. You know, <laughs> look at the world, how polarized yeah. it is. I talk that people talk about universal love and at the same time they hate, <laughs> you know, 
the yeah. other party and anybody with it. It doesn't matter what right. side it is, but then they'll talk about universal love, except for these people. Yeah, yeah. And then I, I know yoga teachers are like that. <laughs> this morning that my mother, she she voted for George Bush. And like being Jewish in in like New Jersey, it's like very <laughs> isolating for her, you know, because and and my mother is not one to hold what she says. <laughs> yeah. So she'd come back from the club where they play. And she said, you can't believe it, you know. She got into some discussion with someone. Oh, she got into some discussion with someone. And, and, and she said, I can't believe what they said to me. What? And, and she said, she, he, she said he should only get cancer. <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, anybody else? Hi, Krishna Gamaraj. This is Kishori Radha. Hey, Kishori Radha. How are you both? Yeah, I saw your children yesterday. It was so nice to be with them. I heard. They're so excited to see you yesterday. They're very, very respectful. I'm happy very, to hear that. Very respectful. It's so nice to see. Yeah. I'm um, glad you got to see them and they got to see you. Yeah. And the Calzones and the... Comfortables. I say I lost my cast, but I, I wasn't hungry. In other words, it wasn't my diet for my health, but I don't care. It was worth it. <laughs> okay, anyone else? Hi, hey, Krishna, dear Gramanj. Hey, Bo. Jill Kaylee and Kaylee and. Hey, Bo. Hi, Krishna. And Karuna and Chumpak, you're there too? Yes, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Hare Bo. Okay. Anybody else? Maharaj. Oh, Hare Bo. Hare Bo, Maharaj. Thanks so much for class. Thanks so much, Maharaj. I love the stories uh, at the beginning. Love. Oh. I love to hear you um, tell the stories about your god brothers. Gracias, Senora. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anybody else? Okay, I, I see the list. I know everyone that's there. I always look at the list. So it's not that you have to say hello for me to recognize that you're there, but thank you all for coming. Now I got to calm down and eat a Gujarati feast. It'll just bring down the, the passion in my body from traveling. Okay, bunch of copper through a beast chocolate. Thanks.